Welcome to the One Away Show, presented by BW Missions. I am Brian Wish, and I am your host, and thanks so much for being here. On this show, I sit down with compelling entrepreneurs, authors, and rising leaders to talk through their most transformative relationships, experiences, and epiphanies. Curated with entrepreneurial leaders in mind, we'll dig into these finite moments in people's lives and understand how they helped set their path forward. Polly Rojas is a professional public speaking coach. She uses her background in public speaking, performing, and coaching to advise CEOs and high-level executives in the U.S. and abroad. She works extensively with leaders in advertising, digital, and real estate, tech, and more, as well as the Manhattan and Brooklyn chapters of the Entrepreneurs' Organization, also called EO. She holds an advanced degree in theater performance from the Tom Todorov Conservatory and a Bachelor of Fine Arts from the University of Southern California, where she was awarded the top graduating senior. She has appeared on network television and received numerous accolades for starring roles in award-winning films. Polly, welcome to the One Away Show. Brian, thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, it's been so good getting to know you, thanks to our mutual friend, David Sherman. Uh, yes. I'm glad you're here. Uh, <laughs> would love to know, uh, Polly, what, what is your one-away moment that you want to share with us today? Oh, man. So it's so funny that we both know David Sherman because he is part of oh. that one away. Um, no actually, he was a turning point for me uh, with one away. But um, so to give you some background, I'm an actress and, um, and, and a public speaking coach. And for me, they're the same. It's about being in service to the listener, about being a master storyteller, about uh, being persuasive and getting things done and having actions happen and making an impact, right? So uh, this started with um, Craigslist, actually. I put myself on Craigslist because I didn't want to be the typical uh, statistic, you know, oh, so you're an actress, what restaurant do you work on? You know, that whole line. So I put myself on Craigslist um, to be a, a coach. And the first person was a wonderful person named Joe Atfelbaum, who was part of this um, network called the Entrepreneurs Organization. And that was a miracle because he hired me, but he really became my mentor and I had no business savvy. I'm this theater arts, you know, this theater kid. And he helped me to hone in on what a business was and that business can be an art because I was very much one of those. I'm a theater, you know, a purist and I can't do commercials, you know, but, you know, capitalism is, is a wonderful thing. And um, so so he took me under his wing and um he, when I, when I first started, I was taking any client at all, everybody and anybody for whatever they would pay, because I thought that's, that was the way to do it because I, I very much had that scarcity mentality. And, um, it wasn't until I got really clear with who I wanted to help and serve that David Schnurman showed up. So it was, um, David was a bit of, um, he was my trusting point that it was working out because I got really clear that I wanted to work with people that I was aligned with. And you just spoke about this in your last email about having is an 85% fit good enough, something like that. Uh, and the answer is it's good enough, but you know, is that what you want? Um, <laughs> when it could be a hundred, it could be a 95. It could be something that feels like an A versus a B, a solid right. B, you know? Yeah. And so um, I got very clear the kind of people I wanted to work with, people that have a mission with their companies that I, I align in values. 
and David Schnurman showed up and I just, I loved him from the start. I loved him as a person. I loved him as an entrepreneur. I loved him as his passion for helping people for develop, for, you know, being creative and developing the fast forward mindset and who he is as a family man and as a, as a CEO. I, so I was, I was blown away by how it, it was even better than what I expected. Um, yeah. And that was really my, um, such a pivotal point for me. And from then on, uh, I knew it was possible. And I think that's part of the battle is knowing that it's possible to get what you want. Um, so that, that was pretty big for me. Wow. Uh, I got chills kind of thinking <laughs> of it because for all the things you said about David uh, are a lot of the things that um, I would very much agree with you about. He really is a model to emulate a great example of like a family man and a business leader and a uh, support. It's, yeah. so, it's so neat just to kind of back up for a second. It's, it's like you, you had to, you had to put yourself out there mm-hmm. and Craigslist was <laughs> what you knew to do at the time. And Joe, I've met her, met Joe once, very nice guy. And um, <laughs> the fact that he put you in touch with David and mm-hmm. like, it just kept getting better because you were like willing to do the work, show up mm-hmm. and put yourself out there. So you have to give yourself some credit. Then just happen next you really went out of your way to make it happen too yeah yes so thank you for saying that I my work was to be prepared you know show up and give value right and then uh I had wonderful people like Joe who opened the door for me and it was you know my my commitment to serving and, and being the best I could be and deliver as a public speaking coach that you know got the um the final deal happen, if you will. So yeah, but it's, it's this wonderful dance of like, you know, opportunity and preparation as the saying goes. Nice. Well, uh, yeah, my mom, what'd she say? Um, it's not coming to me, but uh, <laughs> preparation is an opportunity. Meets, yeah, luck is when, luck oh, is when opportunity yeah. <laughs> meets preparation. preparation there we meets go, opportunity. Polly, that's, <laughs> I got you. This is what an actor is for in life. They're just always there <laughs> to fill in the gaps. Yeah, um, right, right. To hold actress, you up. Actress. Okay. I, you know, I'm, I'm happy with both. Some people, some women, <laughs> female actors sit, want actor. I like, I, I'm open. I'm fluid, I guess. Love it. Okay. Gender neutral. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What, what <laughs> interesting times here. Uh-huh. Um, cool. Well, uh, it's super cool. And, and so let's just... Um, when you met David, uh, let's, let's take me to that moment, that point in time. Where were you on your journey? It sounds like you were still figuring a lot out, but like you had some maybe hope and you could see the future, but it was still a bit fuzzy. I mean, where were you in your journey when David walked into your life? <laughs> and then what were some of the things you learned from David and, and how did it evolve and change how you went about you know, your career and the things that you were pursuing? So many, so many things. Where to start? So where I was in my career was I was already the most successful I had been financially. Um, I had been employed by a really a spectacular female entrepreneur to help coach her company, her employees. And that was, um, that was, you know, I feel like I went to college when I worked for her because she taught me so much um, as well as, as, you know, as much as Joe did. Um, and I, and, and when I would go to, um, to talk to uh, prospective clients, I would I would sweat. I couldn't sleep. I would you know prepare so much to impress them, um, and and that was good. That that's what I needed at the time. And then when I met David, 
it was, he was so fun and I felt fun. And I had this, this like aha moment that the right client fits. There's no effort to it, right? Yeah. It's, it just, um, it feels really good on both sides. And so that was a, a big turning point for me again, because I thought, okay, I am prepared. I will, you know, that's part of my training as an actress, right? If we have to learn, uh, you know, Shakespeare plays and understand them and be able to deliver and express them, you know, I could do, I could do the public speaking stuff. Um, so that was what I learned so much is to trust myself and to trust um, that I show up exactly how I need to show up with the right clients. And then if I had other prospective clients and uh, it didn't work out, it, it was okay because I just knew that was, it, it didn't feel fun right away. It didn't feel, there was no spark, right? Hmm. Um, and so it, it's so much for me, an intuitive thing. It's very much a feeling thing uh, because that is such a guide for me that everything else will work out because I know my work. Um, but it has, there has to be a good feeling, a mutual good feeling uh, yeah. between my clients and I. Absolutely. I think it's so great that, you know, David has a wealth of experience He's mm -hmm. been a game and for a long time and yeah, you can learn a lot and he taught me so much. I could share back with you an incredible story for another time, but <laughs> yeah. uh, that you were able to kind of walk, you know, work with him and, and he could show you what a model client would look like of what to expect of how to value yourself of, you know, probably give you lots of ideas how to make your product or your service better because he's yes. really with that. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's just so natural for him. Right. And, uh, it's neat that you were able to just meet someone like that, that caliber. Right. I think early, not, not early on, but like early into like trying to help other people now with speaking and their work and, and then, you know, do it. And I remember Polly, um, you know, it's our world's kind of collided before we have and <laughs> yes. that when David gave his Ted talk and like, I found him in one in my home tent, like where I live out of all the places I, you know, we, we tried to all fly. places. He gave such an incredible talk, his Ted talk. And it was because <laughs> of you. I mean, I mean David did the work. His story. Sure. Yes. Yeah. He, you, it was so well prepared. And I was like, who taught you how to do it? <laughs> That's so kind. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was really fun. And, you know, he didn't always come prepared and it, it was okay. Uh, and that's, I learned too, because I, I could be a taskmaster, like why didn't, but to allow room for, um, just for, for something else to emerge that doesn't have to be preferred. That And he's so, David has gotten so good at working the room, like knowing, playing the audience that he's with, whether he's with high schoolers that want to learn to be entrepreneurs or already established founders. He's so good at playing, you know, which makes a, a talk so exquisite is because you feel like that person's really making it up and they're in the moment too. Yeah, so. I mean, he just cares and he has a lot of emotional intelligence for sure. Yes, 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 yes. Right. And he's willing to make mistakes, which is the best part. He, he's, He's got, so, got fearless focus. Yeah, yeah, fearless focus, exactly. He knows where he wants to go and he allows room for things to just fall apart and then rebuild themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I just, I don't want to separate from David, but I also want to kind of give room to right. other things. But it, from working with David, was there, like, how did you, you know, beyond the clients, right? You know, you went to Joe and then you were introduced to David and really helped you kind of value clients, but... What did it maybe teach you? Did it teach you anything else about yourself? And then like, what happened after David? 
Oh, great. So one of the things that I love most is that everyone has a story because I've gotten introduced to clients that say, oh, I'm not that interesting. There are some people that battled cancer and survived and built their, you know, industries. There are some immigrants that didn't speak English and now have the number one product in the market, you know, and, and some people feel like their story isn't interesting enough, but everyone has deeply meaningful story. And it's always really rewarding for both of us, for, for the client and myself to find that story and to mine it and to bring it out because that's, it's the conflict that really um, is universal and that someone will be listening to it and say, oh, I didn't think I could do it, but he did it. And that means I, could, I have the possibility that I can do it too. So that, you know, I, I love that part. Um, and I also realized that if I do my job, you know, if I do the best I can and I serve my clients, then the clients will come and find me. And that's been a really, really positive thing versus putting myself on Craigslist, which now I think about, I'm like, I could have got, you know, met a serial killer on Craigslist. <laughs> Who know? You know, there's crazy things out there. But now, uh, the only people that I'm lucky enough to work with are people that have these wonderful missions and have proven themselves as entrepreneurs and they're not sociopaths, you know, they're, yeah. they're really, you know, male, female, everything. Um, people that I really, I love that I don't have to go out and seek them out because they come to me because it, it's the work that speaks for themselves, for itself, which uh, I'm really grateful for. So neat. Uh, and it's just, I also just, Paul, you're such an authentic, I think, light, you know, I love how oh. you process things with intuition and Thank you. letting feeling come. Yeah, you might be processed to that and ways you go about that, but you know, when it fits and you trust that and you lean into it. And I think that's, that's the mark of, um, you know, I, I just think that's such an important and hard skill to kind of master and kind of think, think through. Oh, um, thank you. So Polly, where, you know, today, you know, where are you? on your path, on your journey, uh, and what, what are you excited about with what you're doing? And maybe just tell us more like what you actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like why you actually wanted to shift into helping people tell their story and present it in such a beautiful way. I feel like we are all one, right. And it's just so, oh, I, I get, you know, tingling thinking about it. Uh, to, ha to get to amplify a voice is so important, right? Yeah. It, especially nowadays, to amplify voices that haven't been heard or didn't think that they deserve to be heard, whatever it is, right? Uh, to be a part of that journey, to amplify the voice of, I have uh, a client that was a former gang member and, uh, you know, just to a T, like mother was shot and killed, friends shot and killed all of this stuff that um, because of entrepreneurship, because of someone from entrepreneurs organization uh, helping him out, he uh, there's this like socially conscious entrepreneurship where now he's building his own business and he's, uh, you know, employing only gang members recover, you know, uh, the formerly incarcerated, right, which is for me, that's really important because I, I don't believe in ever throwing out anybody. Everyone, I think, has the possibility of redemption and purpose. Mm -hmm. So that was a is a big thing for me is to count everyone's story because this the impact just ripples you don't know who's going to listen to that story you don't know whose kid is going to listen to it or and, and give them hope or a better future so I get very um you know 
oh, like stars and stripes and all of this. But it's because I've I've actually seen it happen from a from dark places to very light places to, to you know, um, really extraordinary, inspiring places, which is actually my my favorite kind of thing. Yeah, so special. I uh, just I'm thinking about that person you were describing and and you know, EO and the work and it's giving him the opportunity now to go build his business in that lens of socially conscious. Like you want to really bring forth these voices and bring forth these people that sounds like if they're heard or they're amplified because of your work with them, they can go make a difference on the people that they're serving or the people that they're in front of. And so it mm-hmm. seems very mission driven. And it's funny because when I started this business, I always thought that if we were able to work with the right people with the right message, if we're, if we're a vehicle to drive their voice, right? Mm-hmm. We actually have a lot of power and exchange that we create and the behavior exchange around it in the audience and the communities that are impacted because of it. And mm-hmm. it seems like the way you've kind of thought about this is very similar. You're just, you're on the speaking side when the message is kind of created. <laughs> and that's so cool because it makes it so much more intrinsically rewarding. I, you're absolutely right. And I, I always think of it like, um, I, I'm not doing much. I'm just pointing people and guiding people in the right direction. They, they, they're already the whole package. And um, I, I use this analogy with, with David too, but it's, um, you know, the David that was sculpted by Michelangelo. He saw, he, Michelangelo saw the, the big piece of marble, but he saw the David already in it. He just had to chip away at the marble. Uh. So that's a bit not, and when I you're think say this, Davids. you're building Davids. Yeah, but they're, they're already there. Like the marble is already this beautiful, um, untouched raw piece of, of the earth. Right. Um, so I just chip away a little bit and they're, they are the work of art. They are the masterpiece already. Just, just putting them on the pedestal already. No. <laughs> Well, all, all, everyone, everyone is already a masterpiece. And my, no, truly, everyone. I mean, I'm, I'm such a like optimist, like la la la. But yeah. uh, everyone is a masterpiece, and and you find the people that you know help you chip away to, to become that masterpiece. I mean, just in, I'm envisioning you right now with just a tool and just chipping away to like <laughs> yeah. find find the beauty in the you know mm-hmm. bubble. Um, I love your purpose. I love like the, the reason behind it. Um, what does the journey look like today for you? I mean, where, where, what, what are you most excited about? Like, what's your vision for, and if it's a six month vision, great, but if it's a five year <laughs> vision, great. Like what, what are you most excited about and where are things going for you now that you've really hunkered down in this arena? Oh, wow. So, so two things. And one is you are part of that newer vision. You, like you came into my life um, when a newer, like to show me, I feel like the possibilities for what can be. Um, and two, I used to be the, in five years, I want this, 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 right? Um, and now I'm, I'm so much happier that I'm, I could say like, this is how I want to feel in five years. And I'm so open to what that path, that journey will be. So I used to be like, I want, you know, I only want 10 clients and they pay this much and I get this amount of vacation and blah, blah. Uh, but now it's like, I, it's, I've surpassed that, that, that mentality almost to know, like I've, I'm always guided to what's the most fun and most exciting and most impactful for myself and my clients. Um, so in five years, I don't know. I know that I want to feel very happy and abundant and fulfilled. And I want to be able to, um, 
to have helped amplify those masterpieces, you know? Um, and then to you, um, it was so great to meet you because um, you introduced me to my my ideal clients, right? With, with Brandon and with Sean, like they have, they're very successful. And I love that you go from, you know, they had their successful first companies and now they're transitioning into their second, you know, second chapter, right. however you want to call it. Um, yeah. yeah. So, and they're very clear on what, like with Brandon Green's mission that you can have it all, which I like he said that my jaw dropped because that's how that's such a core value of mine that anyone can have it all no matter where you come from um and with sean to help people um you know like to be the the peloton of the healthcare industry that that's so meaningful to me mm -hmm. so um so my what i want with like helping people be better presenters and amplifying what their mission is like you showed me how possible that was yeah and, and like um i mean it was just such a perfect timing you know when when we were introduced you know so I, I, it's like wow you're no idea. Proof. you're of the proof of it you know so i'm it's really really wonderful great well that means we're gonna know each other for a long time and do a lot of great things together exactly yes yes Phenomenal. yeah so, they, they say grab onto the rocket ships and so i'm gonna grab onto <laughs> you and vice versa yeah. <laughs> or maybe you are the rocket ship you were my rocket ship you know oh my i you know just being very nice but <laughs> i think i could say the same thing <laughs> definitely been a huge light to people i've met and they clearly have been very appreciative so oh, that's really nice to hear your work um, so Polly, something i think that um you know i would love to like kind of dive into pre and your acting career and actually pre kind of what you're doing today and also I just love how it seems like you live in the present and you let things come but you have an idea of where you want to go and like you can really enjoy I think that's so hard to do uh, <laughs> yeah Brandon's mission in me you know I I, yeah. it, but I, I struggle with it too inherently mm -hmm. so anyways um <laughs> I <laughs> tell me about the poly growing up you know you seem very determined you seem very just like a light that you know, like <laughs> oh, gosh. Happens, like poly go lightly. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> but like, were you always like that? I mean, tell me about growing oh, up in your that's path. So funny. Okay, so I am a middle child. You and Scorpio. <laughs> attention to you. Um, yeah, so I, well, and I come from, I, I'm, I'm, I was a very sensitive child, you know, and I come from a, a family of academics, you know, so very left brain and I was, I've always been very right brained, but it was the best thing because it, it forced me to, to develop my left brain to be able to, you know, be part of the, the Rojas clan. I mean, they loved me, but I'm sure they struggled with my sensitivity. Um, but my grandfather was a, a, a movie star in Mexico, which is where I'm from. And, and I was always gravitated to what he was doing. Um, and so I, I just always had a love for stories, for just anybody's stories, for uh, feelings and stories and things, you know, all the gooey stuff. Um, and then my sister who went to Stanford and is, you know, part of the whole Silicon Valley bubble, um, I, I started to coach her because she was so, so, so scared. And I'm just this little theater kid that would like seemingly, I mean, I always wanted to make an impact. That that was always clear from day one. And and my family is, you know, my dad's motto was uh, you give even when there's nothing to give, you know, mm -hmm. which, you know, I'm, yeah, 
which I'm like, okay, that's a little hardcore, but like, because you got to give to yourself first. Right. Um, but I, I see what he, you know, is going for. Um, and he is, he was right in many ways. So to give and to be a value to people, these, these are huge. And, you know, it's part of the family culture was to, to help others that needed help. Um, so I have storytelling, I have, you know, the creative side, and I have the uh, humanitarian side very, very much ingrained in me. Uh, so I started helping my sister and, um, you know, her cohorts also needed help. So slowly, little by little, I would be helping her and her being very, you know, smarter than me. I was like, why don't you do this? You know, I know you love acting, but why don't you branch out and, you know, maybe, maybe earn a penny for helping people like me. I'm like, no, I can't possibly do that. And that's where Craigslist happened. Got it. <laughs> you know, I thought I was worthy enough for Craigslist and Craigslist alone. Um, but then, yeah, that's, you know, and I, I still am acting because it feeds me and feeds my soul right. and everything I do with acting. I bring to my my clients, um, and it sounds really scary, like I'm going to make them like roll on the floor and act like chickens, you know, but th that has never happened unless, you know, <laughs> unless, it, it, yeah, I mean, never say never, but it's the, it's the presentation, it's the, how do you um, own a room, how do you bring charisma, how can you be, you know, charming as disarming and funny as money, all of that stuff really has, has fed everything that I do, and um, that's oh. a pre, pre, uh, Pre-public speaking, Polly was a disaster, but in you know, I love her. <laughs> she was a mess, and now she's figuring it out. Well, it's it's um, you know you got to give yourself a lot of pride for not like swallowing who you were when growing up and like pursuing those things that maybe your family didn't understand fully, or they you know they they were just different. It sounds like not because they didn't support or love you. It sounds yeah. like because. <laughs> you had just different passions and, and things that stimulated and, and directed you and you followed them. You yeah inherently followed that and good for your sister <laughs> yeah yeah I, I'm, I'm very lucky with my family because even though they they didn't understand it they didn't want it for me they they never got in my way they told me get an education get you know be the best you can be learn never stop learning mm. and then and then and and they were very supportive you know uh -huh. The, so great. And, and um, what your, where do your family live now? So um, most of my family is in uh, like my, my nuclear family is in the United States. And then my, my, you know, cousins, uncles, all of that, they're in Mexico. And then half siblings are in Germany, but that's like a different story. We're kind of all over the place. Got it. Well, you have a very globally minded um feel to you when you just talk and it sounds like a globally minded family. So I like sure it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Um, Polly, this, uh, this has been so great. Um, so special. I, I mean, you know, I've never done this actually, maybe I have, but <laughs> I, I am excited for you. I love kind of the journey. I mean, let me ask one more question. I'll do something I haven't done before. It's been, um, on this journey, when you've been on this path of meeting David, putting yourself out there, getting into acting, I mean, everyone kind of goes through the mud. Everyone kind of has these <laughs> moments that are really hard and they're really challenging and they're resilient and they, they break through and, you know, overcome uh, so much. Mm -hmm. uh, for you, I, and this isn't, I'm sure this hasn't been easy. Um, so my, my question is, are have there been any moments you'd like to share where it's like you were be coming into this, you know, perpetual becoming of who you are today, 
what have been some of the hardest moments where you maybe looked at yourself and questioned, am I good enough to keep going? Should I keep going? Yeah, yeah. That's always present. It's always present. You know, um, even today, you know, or, you know, with our, our podcast, I'm like, what if I have nothing to say? <laughs> what if, what if I, you know, you know, the, the neurosis, you know, and I've, I've just gotten, and I'm obviously not there yet, but I've gotten better and more effective at choosing the thoughts that I want to be yeah. true, choosing the story that I want to be true. And um, it, you know, I, being a very sensitive person, you know, it's so easy for me to be, to get really sad. You know, I, my go-to feeling can be sadness, you know, um, and self-doubt, I think, insecure, you know, as, which is very universal. Um, so it's just really being conscious that it's not, it's, to only, um, not only, but to just be more focused on what I want to be true. So what I want to be true is that I am a valuable human being, that I do give value, that anything is possible. And so what ends up happening all the time is that that's what shows up. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I've had really, 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 especially at the beginning, um, just being, riddled with self-doubt and you know I'm just an actress and that mentality is still there but it again it's it's choosing no I'm 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 a worthy human being that has so much to give and and you know I also believe like um you can't give away what you don't already have Wayne Dyer talks about you know uh, and but I forget who said it originally forgive me but like if I don't have if I don't back myself up then I can't authentically back up anybody else so that was a really big learning lesson for me. It's like, I got to believe in myself. Otherwise, believing someone else is, there's no such thing. So that, that's, yeah, that was huge for me. So special. Um, <laughs> so good. I, I guess, you know, you, you keep coming um, back in this interview to sensitivity, like you're sensitive and like almost saying it in a way that like sometimes I'm too sensitive, but maybe, and you probably come to the, the reckoning of this, like your sensitivity is like what gives you the That's your superpower, you know? Yeah, and it's obviously can be probably a weakness at times because every strength is yeah, a weakness yeah. way, but it's like such a gift of like mm -hmm. caring. You're probably very observant and you care about people's feelings and you're sensitive. You're just, I mean, I'm sensitive in a way, maybe not, mm -hmm. <laughs> but- uh, I think that's such a beautiful kind of human characteristic. So, oh, thank you. Bringing it up, I just thought I'd uh, say that. <laughs> I uh, appreciate it. All right, we're gonna do to to cl to close out. I'm gonna do some rapid fire questions. This Ooh, is. I love this. Yeah. I'm just gonna kind of put you on the spot as a um, actor, actress. Yeah. And, um, you know, I live for this. <laughs> this is such an oh, actor I, moment. Yeah. No, but I'm trusting this intuitive feeling that's yeah. coming. Just do it. So we're going to do it. Okay. All right. Uh, best Shakespeare line. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, hold on. You have to, you have to perform it. Okay. Okay. Um, hold on. Comedy or drama? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Best. Sh there's so many, but now I'm blanking, of course. Um, hold on. You want me to, I can uh, bring nothing is ever right or wrong but thinking makes it so <laughs> love it okay great uh best spot in brooklyn on a saturday afternoon prospect park or um 
I'm such a lover of Prospect Park. Uh, best Brooklyn spot. Oh, actually, my my fire escape. Great. <laughs> um, the one thing to do inside of you that you've always been scared to do. Uh, to do where? To do where? The thing that you're most scared of inside of you that you haven't done. Oh my goodness. I, ooh, okay. What's, I think the most, the thing that I've most been scared of. Okay. Um, I feel like I've done a lot of things, but okay, but this, it's good. Uh, I think, okay, I know, I know. This is super vulnerable. But telling telling my my boyfriend when I'm scared, I think is a really big problem. Not problem, but it's something I'm that mm. I could break down crying, and it's so silly, right? But yeah, telling him I'm scared. Great. Well, we'll, we'll make sure we uh, he can get a copy of this ASAP. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, what are you scared about? <laughs> Everything. Uh, legacy on the world. Um, that when people mention my name they believe in the power of possibility that they, it could have that they can have everything i think if they think of possibilities and i'm so good with that amazing uh <laughs> best book you've read in the last year oof the best book i've read in the, okay so i'm ashamed to say I, i'd never read this before and i'm reading it now but it's man's in man's search for meaning by victor frankel i like i know about it everyone knows about it but i've never actually sat down to read it and it's oh my god you yeah need to read it asap yeah, no, I'm reading it. I'm currently reading it. Oh. Yeah, like this is when I'm, yeah. Uh, oh, you're on it. Okay, got I'm it. I'm on it now. Yeah, like last night I was reading it. Yeah. Okay, Lululemon or Athletica? Oh my gosh, I, I've never owned either. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say, um, I don't know. Lululemon has cool alliteration, so. Okay, Okay, last one. Um, yeah. If you could perform in one Broadway play, what would it be? Oh, oh, I would, okay, so this is such a theater thing, but for my theater people out there, um, it would be um, The Three Sisters by Anton Chekhov. It's a Russian play, and it's so beautiful and tragic and funny. Oh, so great. Um, yeah. Okay, well, Polly, this has been so special. I appreciate you just going with the flow at the end. This was really fun. So inspired by your story. Thanks for being <laughs> an amazing person in my life the last year and excited for many more memories. Oh, thank you for being in my life, Brian. Where, where can people find you? They can find me. You can go to my website, which is www.thepublicspeakingpro.com. Uh, the the is very important. <laughs> um, or you can just find me on LinkedIn, Polly Rojas. And, or you can see my Instagram. Great. Like. Love that. Well, Polly, <laughs> thanks so much. It's going to be a lot of fun and excited to watch you grow. Oh, thank you, Brian. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, I hope you leave a review on the platform of your choice and share it with a friend who you think would find it valuable. If you'd like to receive our written newsletter and thought leadership, head on over to bwmissions.com backslash newsletter and subscribe. See you on the next show.